please join in hymn number 194, Christ Be Beside Me. Christ be beside me, Christ be before me, Christ be behind me, King of my heart, Christ be within me, Christ be below me, Christ be above me, never to part, Christ on Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to Sunday celebration of Mass. Today is the Feast of Corpus Christi, and the opening hymn of today's Mass uh, of closeness and unity reminds us just exactly what the Eucharist is about. It's about our closeness and unity with God himself and with one another in the body of Christ, the Church. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
God, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy us pray. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may experience in ourselves the fruit of your redemption. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Genesis. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought bread and wine. He was a priest of God Most High. He pronounced this blessing. Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High for handing over your enemies to you. And Abraham gave him a tithe of everything. The word of the Lord. Christ the 
prince from the day of your birth on the holy mountains from the womb before the dawn I begot you from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. This is what I received from the Lord and in turn passed on to you, that on the same night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and thanked God for it and broke it. And he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this as a memorial of me. Until the Lord comes, therefore, every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming his death. The word of the Lord. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus made the crowds welcome and talked to them about the kingdom of God, and he cured those who were in need of healing. It was late afternoon when the twelve came to him and said, send the people away and they can go to the villages and farms round about to find lodging and food, for we are in a lonely place here. He replied, Give them something to eat yourselves. But they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are about to unless we are to go ourselves and buy food for all these people, for there was about five thousand men. But he said to his disciples, Get them to sit down in parties about fifty. They did this and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish raised his eyes to heaven and said the blessing over them. Then he broke them and handed them to his disciples to distribute among the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted, and when the scraps remaining were collected, they filled twelve baskets. The Gospel of the Lord.
I think everyone knows that the Feast of Corpus Christi is a feast that celebrates the Eucharist in the life of the Church, its power, its meaning, and its truth. The feast reminds us uh, once again that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist, in the bread and the wine. He's truly present uh, through the mystery of the cross, his body broken for us, his blood poured out for us, is somehow present in this mystery. And it's the thing that he asks us to do on that Holy Thursday evening. He asks us to do this in memory of him. And we know that from the earliest times, as we hear recorded in St. Paul's letter, the letters of St. Paul are older than the gospel writings, and they tell us in this section that the early Christians themselves celebrate the Eucharist with a full sense of what it was. It was the presence of Christ himself, and they had communion with him through his body and blood present in this mystery. During the Mass itself, the consecration is said, and of course, Jesus himself is present through those words. We come to watch, to listen, and to receive. But we also go away from Mass itself, transformed by what we ourselves have received changed, transformed, and in communion with this very mystery that we have celebrated. As you know yourself, and probably you've had that experience yourself in your own life, you can go away with a sense of being unchanged, saying the same things, doing the same things, being the same kind of person. But that doesn't change what the Eucharist is. It remains the same. It is the gift of God's grace to us, the presence of God in our life. In receiving Holy Communion, we could have that experience ourselves, and maybe you've had it very often yourself too, of kind of like closing the door. Our mind and our heart are closed to that grace and that encounter that we have with God in the mystery that we celebrate, the saving mystery of God's love. He comes to visit us, but somehow our indifference closes us to that grace. But that doesn't change what the Eucharist is. It remains what it is. That gift of God's grace, that presence of Christ in our life, no matter what we do. We could come, couldn't we? And sometimes we do with no preparation. We could receive it without no thought of what we're doing. We could receive it with a cold heart of indifference. But it doesn't change what the Eucharist is. It remains God's gift of grace to us, the presence of Christ in our lives. It's the presence of the Lord himself that he chooses to be present with us in this form, this most simple form of bread and wine, this thing which he did at the Last Supper and which continues in what we call the sacrament of the Eucharist. It's made present by the Holy Spirit by the words of the priest and by the prayer and faith of the church. It's the Last Supper here present with us, a sacrament, a sign, an efficacious sign of God with us. <coughs> I ask you especially today to consider the ways in which you yourself might receive Holy Communion better when you come to Mass. Before you even come to Mass, I ask you to prepare yourself well for this 
uh, sacrament you are going to receive. Look forward with a sense of anticipation to what you are going to receive. You are a guest, if you like, at this special wedding feast, and God has chosen you to be here. Prepare yourself mentally and spiritually for what you are about to do. Before the Mass itself begins, have a period of silence in which you kneel down and pray to be worthy of this moment. And during the Mass, be still, be very quiet, be watchful, be prayerful and intent in the words and the, meanings that, and the meaning of the words that you're listening to. And when it comes to receive Holy Communion, be prayerful and devout and attentive to what you're about to do. For at that moment in which you receive Holy Communion, you are welcoming the Lord Jesus into your heart. Return to your seat or to your kneeler and pray hard to be worthy of this moment and to be, at the, to be the guest at the wedding feast to which you have been invited. He has chosen you and he has come to live in you. And when the Mass itself ends, try to live this communion in your daily life the grace that you've received. Feel that transforming power of God in your life because of what you yourself have done by coming here to Mass and receiving Holy Communion. The Feast of Corpus Christi only comes round once a year, but every week you have the chance to receive Holy Communion here in this place or in another place. And maybe you also have the chance to go to Mass through the week. But when you receive Holy Communion, what you receive is a great gift from God. The bread come down from heaven into your life. Pray to be worthy of that. Pray to take it seriously. Pray to carry that communion with God into your daily life and into the life that you have with others too. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again in the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In the Eucharist we are united with God, and in the Eucharist we are united with one another in the body of Christ. Let us intercede in our prayer then for our brothers and sisters in the world and in the church. The mystery of the Eucharist 
invites us to be unified with the mystery of God. May we always seek to receive the sacrament in a worthy manner. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Men and women yearn for material things that satisfy them. May they find in the Eucharist that thing which the soul yearns for. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those being married at this time of year, that they may make a life of love for one another. Lord, hear us. For those who have no bread and who have no things that they need to support them, that the Eucharist, which calls us to unity, may unite our hearts to those who are in need. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who will be ordained to the priesthood for our diocese in the weeks to come, that their lives will be united to the mystery of the Eucharist. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who have died, Richard MacArthur and Julie Curley, and all those we've been asked to pray for. Lord, hear us. May the words of our lips and the thoughts of our mind win favour in your sight, and we ask this prayer and all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Please join in hymn number 139, As Bread My Lord Comes to Me.
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in the offerings that we present here. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For at the Last Supper, with his apostles, establishing for the ages to come the saving memorial of the cross, he offered himself to you as the unblemished lamb, the acceptable gift of perfect praise. Nourishing your faithful by this sacred mystery, you make them holy so that the human race, bounded by one world, may be enlightened by one faith and united by one bond of charity. And so we approach the table of this wondrous sacrament, that bathed in the sweetness of your grace, we may pass over to the heavenly realities here foreshadowed. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we with all the hosts of angels cry out, and without end we acclaim. so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, 
We offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I give you, my peace I leave you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be good.
Join in hymn number 628, Soul of My Saviour. Whoa. 
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray that we may delight for all eternity in that share in your divine life which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Uh, just to ask you to take the parish bulletin away with you at the end of Mass and just advise you that there will be a second collection, collection next Sunday for Peter's Pence. It's the Feast of St. Peter and St. Paul uh, over the weekend there, so I ask you if you can be generous to that. And can I ask you just to take note also of the uh, change in the mass times during the summertime. Uh, that begins on the 6th and 7th of July and it goes on till the last weekend in August. Uh, so it's not a big change, just the evening mass. There'll be no Sunday evening mass here in the parish. So just ask you to take note of that if you can. Um, also, uh, there's a wee, uh, mistake in the parish bulletin with regard to the ordination. That's on the 27th. I think I read the invitation wrong. The first Mass is on the 28th of uh, uh, June. So uh, it's the 27th of uh, June that uh, Charles Coyle's ordination to the priesthood will be at uh, St. Colm Kill. So if you want to go along to that, please feel free. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 303, Go, the Mass is ended. <laughs> 